Well, 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 looks like we're live. Good morning. It's uh, Tim Patterson, Trade Show Guy. It's a Trade Show Guy Monday morning uh, cup of coffee. We do this every Monday. That's my cup. That's uh, that's my KMUZ cup, actually. It's uh, 88.5 on one side and uh, 100.7 on the other. I'm being very gingerly about this because it's full of warm coffee. Mm. Anyway, good morning, good morning. It's up. Been an interesting weekend. Uh, didn't go skiing because weather wasn't up for it. It was the last weekend at Hoodoo, so they, they closed out. Uh, busy day on Saturday. Went to, um, uh, let's see. Why does it say my video is done on Facebook? Well, let's try again. Let's see if we can go live again. huh? All right, one more time. I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, <laughs> who knows? Maybe it's just not hooked up properly. The weird thing is, I tell you, that... Um, I'm just going to keep plowing through here, regardless of how the Facebook thing turns out, because uh, I'm recording it, and it'll get posted as a podcast and as a video on the blog. So, um, yes, we're live on Facebook. Uh, we've moved this live to Monday Morning Coffee, and if, if it continues to work as well as it has, maybe we won't be here long. Um, you know, we're trying to figure out how to put live interviews on here. I think we can figure that out. There's some some steps to take to make that happen. But uh, Saturday was Record Store Day, and I went and, and picked up a couple of cool things for my... Um, reggae show that i do every monday night which would be tonight you can tune in live at kmuz.org um this is a johnny clark uh album from like 1980 something i'm not really sure it's pretty cool and then a ub40 collection which i i don't have this was from 83 i believe um so the band had been together about five years and they had some great stuff on it which was on other albums but also uh, some stuff that was not so that'll be fun you'll hear some of that on tonight's show anyway this is tim patterson and this is the time and place where I sit down in front of the camera and capture a computer and discuss uh, the state of the world or my world or the trade show world or something. In any event, I appreciate you joining me, whether it's live or whether you're uh, watching the reposted version on the Trade Show Guy blog or on YouTube. I am the founder and owner of Trade Show Guy Exhibits out of Salem, Oregon, a company that works with clients who are looking to upgrade their trade show presence, increase their trade show marketing return on investment and make a bigger splash at the shows where they exhibit uh you can find us online tradeshowguyexhibits.com uh get my free book a digital copy of my book at tradeshowsuccessbook.com the blog is at tradeshowguyblog.com uh tradeshowexhibitbuyerskit.com is pretty self-explanatory and tradeshowguywebinars.com is where you can sign up for notifications about things like this and other special events uh today i'm just going to chat about learning a new skill uh, you know, life is a long road of learning things, and, and I love that about life. It's, it's just one of the cool things that we get to do on this trip around the, the planet, uh, around the sun and many, many moons and many, you know, all that stuff. Um, sometimes we learn things by default. We learn things by doing things wrong time and time again until we finally figure out how to do them right. Other times we, we get training. We look at experts and we learn how to do things that we want to learn. So, uh, you know, what new skill would you like to learn? After all, life is long and you never know when your ticket is up. So why not uh, learn something new, no matter how old or young you are? So, uh, you know, things like learning to code, right? Computer code. I learned how to uh, do HTML uh, websites in the mid 90s and did that for a couple of years. And it was fun. I thought that was a cool skill to have. And then things got more complicated and I realized I didn't want to spend eight hours a day doing that. Um, but I learned how to do it. That was really cool. Uh, how to grill, uh, be, a, be a good griller in the backyard there you go 
how to shoot free throws at a good clip, like 80% or 85%. Now, that would be a skill, would be good to learn. A lot of NBA players wish they could learn that one. Uh, how about learning a new typing keyboard? There's other keyboards than the QWERTY board. How about learning something new there? That See, now that would be a good skill that I should probably learn. I've been saying to, that to, for years. I should probably do that. Things like, you know, photography, uh, learn to write, shoot, and edit a film. That would be fun. Uh, create a podcast, something like that. You know, I look back at many times in my life uh, when I learned things and got into things, and, and it really, really helped me. Um, it, it, skiing, for instance, was one of the very first skills that I picked up. Certainly not a talent, it's a skill, uh, but I learned it very young, at the age of seven or so. I first got on um, on skis. So why did I learn it so quickly and thoroughly? Well, there were some reasons. I was very close to a ski resort. I was a mile away from a ski resort, in fact, That's and so it was easy to get over there. Uh, I, I didn't take lessons, but I watched them from afar. I would say, oh, they're doing that. They're doing the STEM Christie. They're bringing their skis together. Let me try that. And so I would do that and then go off and do my own thing. Uh, I, I, I was willing to do it wrong and fall, which I did a lot because I like skiing hard and fast. And as a young kid, it doesn't matter. You're going to just bounce up. The snow's kind of soft for the most part uh, if you avoid the trees. Uh, so I was practicing a lot. Also, what I found interesting is there was a kid that uh, skied the resort that I went to school with. He was a, a year or two younger than me, but he was a really, really good skier. And by the time we were teenagers, I would ski with him because he was better than me. And it made me better to ski with him because he'd go, you know, out back and ski uh, parts of the, 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 the hill that I was not used to skiing. And he'd say, let's go jump some cornices and go down the powder. I'd say, okay, give it a shot. I also learned um, at a young age uh, a lot about music. I learned to play drums by going to school starting in the fifth grade. And so that's kind of a lifelong skill I've had. I picked up guitar as a late teenager in early 20-something and pretty good at rhythm and, and knowing my way around the fretboard on a guitar. I certainly will never be, you know, Eddie Van Halen or Carlos Santana as a lead player, but it's kind of fun to mess around with. Uh, radio, I learned how to, I was very shy as a kid, um, and but I had a, had a buddy that worked at a local radio station. It was fascinating to me what radio was all about. So I got into radio. Uh, in fact, it was my first... Um, First real job. Uh, well, my first, my, yeah, my first job out of, out of uh, school was at 19 years old. I got into radio and I stuck with it for 26, 27 years. That was my career. But I learned young uh, because I love doing it. I love playing the hits, love being an entertainer. It, it was kind of a shy guy a way to get out of that shell in a sense. It was kind of fun. Also, in my mid-20s, I learned a lot about martial arts. I spent three or four years studying with uh, a small group of people, martial arts, a guy who had been a, um, a teacher, um, of, of many, many uh, uh, skills, you know, uh, jujitsu, uh, karate, judo, and he taught what he liked best out of all of them, and I learned a lot of that stuff. Uh, other skills, you know, sales skills. I'm still learning sales skills, and I'm going to a class to, to, to improve that as well. So uh, skills are really interesting to learn. So how do you learn a new skill? What will you run into? I think there are some key things to, to consider. Uh, commitment. You need to want to do it. You've got to be committed to it. Uh, you've got to get over the intimidation of learning something new. I think you have to set goals. You have to set some specific uh, targets, some some specific performance levels that you would like to achieve, and perhaps even give yourself a time frame to do that. I would like uh, to recommend that, that one of the ways I learned about computers early on was looking over the shoulder of a friend who was better that, than me at figuring out computers. You know, this is back when we had DOS, back in the early 90s, 90, 91, 92. 
and Windows wasn't around, so you had to know your way around DOS. And I had a friend that knew how to do that really well, so I looked over his shoulder and I thought, oh, I know the commands. I, I, I can see how he does that and see what it does. So I learned learn by looking at someone that knows what they're doing. So you're kind of borrowing from them or lifting from them. Uh, you don't need talent. You just have to have a desire for it. Uh, you have to believe in yourself. Uh, nowadays, of course, depending on the skill, it's easy to pull up thousands of videos on YouTube to learn something. And that is a great way to learn a new skill uh, by seeing how other people do it. And not every YouTuber, of course, has the exact right way to do something. You can learn different ways to do things by watching different people doing that. Uh, break it down into the various pieces. So don't look at learning a new skill as like learning a new language, as learning, uh, I got to do this by next week because I'm going to France or something like that. No, if you're going to learn a new language or something that's big, you take it one bite at a time, one small step at a time. So you, you kind of set incremental goals along the way. Focus on one skill at a time. Don't try to learn French and German and Spanish in like six months. <laughs> you've got a lot going on. Unless you've got a unique brain and can, and can bring all that in. But uh, another thing, of course, is repetition is the key. The, the, I teach this to my kids all the time. You have to do something over and over and over and over and over again. No matter how old you are, you're not going to learn it on the first time. You're not going to come out of the gate being the best there is. Ask anybody at the top of the game. Ask uh, Serena Williams. Ask... Uh, you know, uh, Steph Curry. I don't know why I thought of those two. That must be the commercial I saw them in recently. I mean, they're at the top of their game, but they took years to get there. They learned by, by learning the fundamentals and learning basics and doing it over and over, repetition. So what else will you run into? Well, remember, when you first start, chances are you'll suck. So like, if you're trying to pick up the ukulele and learn how to play a couple of songs very quickly, mm, it's not going to go very well. So, so... um. You, then you might say to yourself, gosh, maybe it wasn't that important after all. I just can't, couldn't pick it up that quick. So you've got to really understand that you've got to be committed to it and say, this is going to take some time and I'm going to have fun with every stage along the way. Uh, learning often requires using a system. And I would point to the, um, the uh, Sandler sales training that I'm going to. It's, it's a system that you go to to learn how to talk to people, learn how to ask questions, learn how to respond to questions. Uh, without you know putting any pressure on people. Um, so that's really what it's all about is, is there a system? So that's kind of my take on learning a skill. So let me talk about a little bit, our trade show tip of the week. Because when you are exhibiting, that's what this is, the trade show guy, Monday morning copy. Let's talk trade shows for a little bit. Besides just learning skills, you can learn skills in trade shows, trade show marketing, uh, being in a booth, certainly. Um but let's talk about how to get people engaged, how to give them something to do in your booth. Because if you give them something to do, they will stick around longer. Uh, and it gives you a chance to ask more questions and qualify them or disqualify them and, and peel back the onion, as it were, and find out if they really have a problem that you can help them solve. Uh, so what kind of things can you do? Well, uh, you can have them enter a contest. Always an easy thing to do. Uh, if you do that, make sure you're gathering specific information about exactly what you want to get from them. Um, you can have them take a quiz or a test. So if they uh, do a quiz, uh, probably like on an iPad or something like that, a, a tablet, they can go through and push some buttons and they ask, uh, answer 10 questions. And if they answer like eight right or something, they get a little prize, something like that. Spin the wheel is another way to do that. It's random. Um, and you're going to get a lot of people that really aren't um, potential clients just to spin a wheel. But if you can focus it on... Uh, 
you know, a quiz or a test on something that actually relates to your product or your industry, that makes it more specific and people will kind of self-select on that. So that's a good thing. Uh, give a demo. Any way you can give a demo, whether it's a professional presenter or someone that knows how to do that in your booth, uh, perhaps it's a small stage, perhaps it's just on a screen one-to-one. But if you can give a demo, that's a great way to get people involved. And you can, as doing that, you can ask them questions to uncover that, uh, peel back that onion again. Uh, have them interact with your product if possible. Some products allow that, some really don't. Uh, this kind of goes back to the demo, if you can give a demo. But if they can put their hands on it or feel it or touch it or use it in any way, shape, or form, that is another way to get them involved. And you can also feed them or give them a cup of coffee, have an espresso machine or something like that. That gets people involved. And if it's like if you're making them a special cup of coffee or something like that, they're going to be there for a while. And you can have someone besides the coffee maker asking questions. So really the tip today is to... Um, have have something for them to do while they're in your booth. And that really gives you a chance to talk to them, uncover information, qualify them, disqualify them, ask questions, and find out if, in fact, they are a potential uh, client of yours. All right, let's wrap this up with one good thing. Every, every uh, Monday I do this one good thing. And I have to say uh, I really like NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs are underway. My team is probably about done uh, Portland Trailblazers, they, they are just not there. They just barely made it into the eighth uh, slot this year. They're playing the Warriors. The Warriors are up three, nothing. They're playing again tonight. Mm, so I'm guessing next time we speak on uh, one week from today, their season will be over, but I'm a big fan of theirs have always been since I was a kid. Uh, so I'll root for them. Uh, if not, you know, Warriors are a great team. I wouldn't mind seeing them going all the way. I uh, always want Western teams to win because I'm out here in the West. Um, but there's some good teams out there. Uh, the, the the Spurs are always good. Uh, you know, no Tim Duncan this year, uh, but they've got a pretty good uh, team as well. So I'm just curious to see how uh, the playoffs play out. I just hope that we don't have a, uh, frankly, a Warriors-Cavaliers final again. <laughs> Let's get somebody new in there. All right. So that wraps it up. Thanks for joining me, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Live on Facebook. Looks like we're still live and looks like everything worked the second time around. Looks like got the buttons working and everything. So uh, thanks again and uh, appreciate it. Have yourself a great week. <laughs>